Hello and welcome to the Property Investing Australia podcast, where we'll be covering the right way to invest in property without taking the unnecessary risks, how to manage your money, and how to build the right mindset so that you can achieve your financial and wealth building goals. I'm your host, Nero Dambi Pillay. Hi, it's Nero here from Investment Rise. And as someone who's now been helping people invest in property for over 12 years, people often ask me, Nero, how's the property market right now? And when they do, my question back to them is, well, which property market do you mean? And that's generally when they kind of look up at the ceiling and they often don't even know how to respond to that question. You see, because most people seem to have very short-term memories. So most people only seem to remember the property market as one market and how it's performed since essentially October of 2020. And you probably know that almost anywhere, house prices have risen quite significantly since October of 2020. But we're now starting to see a more normal market. Now, what does that mean? Well, a normal market, a normal national market that is, is a market where some areas rise in value, some are flat, and some go backwards, right? And so we're definitely seeing that right now. I mean, we've got CoreLogix uh, data for the March quarter, and there's definitely been some changes in, in, in the market, right? At the moment, about 40% of suburbs in Sydney, and I'm talking suburbs here because as I've said this uh, time and time again in past episodes, when you invest, you don't just invest in a city necessarily, you invest in a particular suburb, okay? And in Sydney, 40% of suburbs are showing price falls, and in Melbourne, it's nearly 50%, okay? And I expect that in both those two cities, the percentage of suburbs that are gonna fall in value is going to increase in the coming few months, okay? However, that isn't the case nationwide, all right? And so you need to be, as an investor, be making decisions based on data and not just your perception of what's happening in the market, say, around where you live, okay? In fact, let's have a look at a recent article from the Australian Financial Review that really highlights this. House prices fall in 40% of Sydney suburbs. And this is from April of 2022. Dwelling values have dropped in nearly two in five Sydney suburbs during the first three months of the year, while almost half of all Melbourne suburbs analysed posted price declines as the market downturn gathers pace, data from CoreLogic shows. Of the 917 suburbs analysed, 354 logged a fall in median dwelling values, House prices in 189 Sydney suburbs have slumped, while 165 unit markets weakened during the same period. So it's not just houses that are falling in value, it's also unit uh, prices that are falling. And remember, in most markets around Sydney, unit prices didn't rise very much, not just in the last 12 months, but they haven't risen much in the last five years, okay? Definitely the the Sydney market as a whole is showing signs of a flatlining market with some suburbs certainly going into downturn. Melbourne is following suit as well. And again, Melbourne had nowhere near the level of capital growth that Sydney did. So many Melbourne investors are gonna start feeling the pinch uh, more than I think people in, in Sydney will. In Melbourne, dwelling values across 303 suburbs 
have dropped during the same period, with 154 house markets and 149 unit markets recording price falls. Eliza Owen, CoreLogic's head of research, said the largest price decreases were recorded across some of the more expensive suburbs in Sydney and Melbourne. Inner Sydney suburbs Beaconsfield, Newtown and Camperdown notched up some of the sharpest house price falls of 7.2%, 5.8% and 5.7% respectively. In Melbourne, Cremorne posted the largest house price decline of 6.4%, followed by South Yarra with a 4.8% fall and Turak with a 4.4% drop. Now, mind you, these are quarterly price drops. Okay, they're not annualized, but still you can see that, you know, just in the last quarter, some of these suburbs have recorded, you know, four, five, six percent price falls. But at the very same time, there are other markets around the country recording literally record price growth. Okay, check this out. Here's a table from the very same article which goes through the suburbs with the highest and lowest growth in median house value in the first quarter of 2022. Okay, now look at the suburbs that have been performing the best. Logan Central in Queensland. Quarterly change was 13.5%. That's 13.5% capital growth in three months. Now, if you were to annualize that, which means that if it was to stay the same, that would mean 13.5, 27, 54% capital growth in 12 months. Okay, now we don't know if that level of capital growth is going to continue. Could it increase? Could it decrease? But 13.5% in just three months, okay, that's more than many areas in Melbourne got in the last 12 months in 2021. It's more than what most areas in Perth have got in 12 months, more than what most areas in Darwin have got in 12 months, and this is just three months' growth, okay? Woodhill in Queensland, 12.9% growth in the last quarter. Largs North in South Australia, 12.7% in just the last three months. Willowong, Queensland, 12.1%. Semaphore, South Australia, 11.3%. Henley Beach, South Australia, 11.0%. Okay, so what does this show you? It shows you that we are now in a more of a normal market, which as I said earlier, is where some areas are gonna rise significantly in value, as you can see. Some will just go flat and some areas are gonna decline to differing extents depending on the, the fundamentals in those areas. So as an investor, what does that mean? It means that you need to start doing your research more judiciously. You cannot say there is just one Australian market and judge the entire Australian market based on what's happening in your local area, okay? Because if your local area is one of those areas that is in maybe in a slight decline or going flat, you could easily then make the wrong decisions and miss out on investing in areas that could be very affordable for you where you could get some significant capital growth, okay? There is no point, you know, then uh, sitting back going, oh, look, the entire Australian market is going to be like my local suburb, and then looking back in two years' time, three years' time, and going, oh, I wish I'd invested in XYZ suburb in another state. Okay, it has never been easier to, to find opportunities with great capital growth outside of your local area where the property will get rented very, very quickly. And in many of these areas which are recording some really strong capital growth, the rents are virtually covering the mortgage. In some cases, the rents are even higher than what your mortgage are, mortgages are, which means you're actually getting a positive uh, income coming through. Okay, so the key thing is don't 
think that there's just one Australian market. We are now in a very normal Australian market where, as I said, some areas are rising, some, some are not, okay? And so you're gonna have to do your research. The other big difference is that unlike essentially the last 10 years where Sydney and, and Melbourne have led capital growth for the country, I don't see that happening going forward, and the data is showing that as, as well. I think Sydney and Melbourne are going to be one of the poorer performers from a capital growth perspective. I think many areas in those two cities, our biggest markets, will be capital growth basket cases. Okay, so the prices are either going to be the same right now um, and will stay the same for a little while, or they may even fall slightly, okay, while other areas show sharp growth. So do your research, get some professional help. I know that we're finding areas for our clients where you know, prices are, are rising significantly month on month at, at the moment, okay? But otherwise, do your research, but certainly don't think you've missed out. There are still some amazing opportunities for capital growth and strong rental returns. You're just gonna have to do your research and apply a bit more science to how you find those opportunities. Hi, it's Nero here again, and thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard and you're looking for a full blueprint on how to invest in property to gain a passive income, then go to Nero Book, that's N-I-R-O Book, B-O-O-K, go to nerobook.com.au to get a free copy of my book, Wake Up Wealthier, How to Build a Property Portfolio That Pays You an Income each and every month. Now, I used to sell this book for $47, but for a limited time, I'm giving you both the digital version and the audio version totally for free. Now, the reason I'm doing that is because I wanna give more people a chance to get this information. Plus, I also know that a certain number of you, when you go through the book, will like what you see and you'll reach out um, to find out more about our future services. But even if you don't, that's okay, because the book itself is a full blueprint about how to build a property portfolio that pays your passive income, even if you've never invested before. So if that's what you want, then go to nerobook.com.au to get your free